Hello, everybody. It's CBQ Legacy episode 92. That's right. The comic book queers have been delivering you the latest, the greatest comic book news 92 times. And all the other times we did when we, before we were CBQ Legacy. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. I'm Evil Jeff. I'm here with Brett. Yay! Oh, finally. Hi. Sorry. How many episodes, how many episodes did we do prior like in the original one yeah comic book queers how many episodes were there i think i went like personally i went from like the high 20s to like the low 90s or maybe even to the low 100s so like a lot but i mean just as in general like the whole show like even when we weren't part of it anymore oh my god i think it got up to like 215 like i wonder if we renumbered should we go to our original numbering? <laughs> no, but I'm just just for fun. <laughs> would we? We probably would have hit. We this could have been three hundred. This would be yeah. We would have hit three hundred already. Wow. Take that, every other comic book podcast. I have. He's not really a friend. He's an acquaintance, but he just a friend really, of me. Well, he just was like, "I'm starting an X Men podcast," and I'm like, "Oh, go fuck yourself. Get in line." Who the fuck do you think you are? Anyway. Uh, speaking of X-Men, I wanted to start with some X-Men news. Oh my god, we had big X-Men stuff this week. A oh, lot. Wait, not, the, not what we're talking <laughs> about. We'll save. We're going to save some for the end. But for now, we want to focus on a X-Woman who was wronged recently. Yeah. And of course, by that we mean Psylocke. Uh, yeah, Olivia Munn finally gave an interview where she was like, all right, here's the real fucking deal. And basically, <laughs> she was like, she basically said she was super frustrated. Because also, if you remember, she's the one that like was like, can I have the real costume of Psylocke? Like she pushed to have like the, the jumpsuit with the bands and everything. She uh, did the- all that sword training. But then she was like, I was frustrated because... Brian Singer and the writer did not do any research and had no idea who Psylocke was Get the and fuck had no here. idea what her powers were. And she was like, what? and they were also like, well, you know, she was this and this. And she's like, well, you know, she's really white. She has a twin brother who is Captain Britain. And they're all like, what, really? And she's like, you know, and I think that's why they gave her these. It was all about her sword and her weird whip. And they didn't even know that she was really psychic. You have got to be shitting me. How did we find a way for me to hate Brian Singer and Simon Kinberg more? Like a lot more. Yeah, it's like, she, poor fucking Olivia Munn. Given the coolest character and then the people are like, who is she? And poor Psylocke. Let's not forget about Betsy Braddock in this whole thing. Yeah, let's give... Can we get... Can she get her due? Can somebody please cut Psylocke a break? Because even she gets shit on in all the cartoons. (laughs) Even in the last cartoon, she was in Wolverine and the X-Men, and uh, fucking Emma Frost just wipes her butterfly away like pathetic. She wiped her butt, her fly, away. (laughs) Uh, And let's not forget X-Men 3. That... that Bullshit! That was supposed to be Psylocke. Oh shadow, my God. shadow powers. Oh, Betsy, if you're listening, we're sorry. Oh, Betsy, Betsy, Betsy. Heavens to Betsy. <laughs> so I just wanted to start off with that thing that, and things that piss me off. Well, thankfully, a lot of different. Well, not, I don't mean thankfully, but it. You know, a lot of different eras of X Men are ending, like those horrible movies. Other ones are beginning. Again, we'll talk about those at the end. But first, I understand that you finished one Jessica Jones season three. Jessica Jones. Yes. What'd you think? Hellcat. Hellcat. (laughs) Former Avenger. Former Avenger Hellcat. Um, I was entertained, but after I finished watching it and I took it all in, 
I didn't really like it. <laughs> I, the last, like, when they arrested Patsy, um, I got the biggest laugh I, I got from the whole run, which was me under my breath going, it's Patsy. I just thought it was cute <laughs> to think of that while she's being taken away. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't like that. Um, I didn't so overall, feel, I didn't feel her becoming just like a murderer. I didn't feel it was like earned. It didn't make, it didn't feel right. It just didn't make sense to me. Like the, the way they were the setting it up, I wasn't buying it. Or did you buy it? What did you think? I, I, I wasn't surprised at the character's progression into, or descent into being a murderer. Well, yeah, you could I see thought, it coming, yeah, but, I but mean, I, I, I liked didn't the buy line. it. I liked the line that Jessica said at the end where she was like, I saw it when you shot my mother. I've always, since then I've known. Yeah. I looked in your eyes and I saw it. Uh, I liked that. Um, it made me like the arc a little bit more. I think, you know, overall it was to me enjoyable. I thought we had a great trans character, which I think is my biggest takeaway from the season. Well, not only it's also how many times was she referenced as trans they brought up her transness. Zero. Zero. None. Like, and I love that. It's like, this is just a character that could be played by anyone. Yep. Like, it wasn't about her being trans. And I was that was so refreshing. It was so, that, that was a great, great thing about the season. Um, I want to talk about it in detail more, but I'm jumping to this now. What did you think of that weird tacked on ending? Wait, which part? Um, David Tennant's cameo. Oh yeah, that made no sense to me either. Because it was like this yeah, is was... ending, and now you're gonna say he's suddenly back. The uh, it was like her, his voice in her head, and she was like, "No, I'm not quitting." Because there's people like him out there. The what I loved about it was that they set it up with art direction really well. Like all of a sudden, I Everything saw a woman with purple. Per- I liked that. But before that, there was like a purple flower and then a woman walked by in a purple dress. Like it was very subtle at first. And then it just went all purple. I was like, oh my God, I was noticing the purple on purpose. Purple on purpose. Um, And then at the end where she was standing in between a red screen and a blue screen. (laughs) I was like, red and blue makes purple. See, this is why, this is what I would have done. And when you hear what I would have done, you would have been like, that would have been way better. <laughs> While she was getting the ticket. Oh, that would have been way better. W- shut up. While she was getting the ticket, someone should have come up to her and said, you know, he's not gone, right? And then the person kills themselves in front of her. Oh, that would be awesome. And then it turns purple. And then he says something like it needed like more stakes it was just like yeah hey i'm back like it need it needed to be cooler yeah what did you think of luke cage's appearance in the beginning of the final episode i mean i like that he was there but it was also kind of like if he is gonna be there it doesn't make any sense of why you weren't helping out the whole time (laughs) well yeah he he did pretty much imply like hey i'm pretty much a crime boss now yeah but i but i still have a moral compass so if uh, you know heads up you're gonna need to take me down next season in the imaginary next season yeah my biggest problem was and maybe i'm just i don't like non-powered villains i wanted the villain to have some kind of power is that yeah. lame of me? Uh, no, that's not lame. It reminds me of something that I just saw, which is hilarious. And it is, because a lot of these villains are non-powered, it reminded me. How many villains Tony Stark has indirectly created in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh. <laughs> may, may I run down all of them? Sure. Uh, Obadiah Stane from the first one. Whiplash from the second one. You know, both were trying to get Tony. Um, the fi- Justin Hammer 
from the, the second one. The 500 from Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> the, <laughs> uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio, the ex-employee. Um, Vulture, because Stark Industries like took away his ability to make money. Um, Baron Zemo, uh, who <laughs> blamed Tony for Sokovia that killed his family. Ultron, who hated Tony for creating him. Um, the Guy Pierce from 3, who Tony left on a rooftop once uh and let's also throw in scarlet witch and quicksilver in ultron do you think by by my count that's 10 people who hate tony stark and don't be interesting i wonder if tony stark never became iron man if if anything would have happened like if 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 all of the bad stuff never would have even happened all of the bad stuff never would have happened except thanos (laughs) except thanos yeah But then even that'll go, he'll be like, and while I was taking over the Earth, and I took a quick vacation to Earth, and I ran into this douchebag. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Tony. All right, so that's our foray into TV and movies. Ew. Ew. We're moving quick on this one. Ew. We read some DC books. Ew. Ew. That's right. I read Superman, and I'm just bored. So, do you remember what number it is? It's the Bendis Superman title? Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever the, okay. Whatever the latest one is. I it's, it's just still going back in time, and half of it was just him with his, was his dad, like right before um, Krypton blew up. And it's just kind of like this kind of rewriting of history of what really happened. And I just don't care. Is Bendis letting you down? Yeah, it's boring. And there are funny parts because it turns out there was like this secret cabal, like an Illuminati of the most powerful planets in this one star system. And what he didn't realize is they all ended up kind of getting in cahoots with uh, what is it? Cal-El? No, Jor-El. Jor-El. Jor-El, they kind of went into cahoots against him with that, uh, the the main bad guy, the Zod. Zod. And and then he kind of, it's like too late when he realizes like, oh, they're all against me. And the sad thing is, is in this rewriting, it basically was he knew that the end was coming and there was enough time to evacuate everyone. But all of the closest planets said, you can't come here. And so there was no place for them to go. Oh my God, it's a refugee story? Well, they all ended up just dying. And then there's a funny (gasps) fight afterwards with Superman and his dad just like yelling at each other. And he was like, he's like, you were in an evil secret, like, like cabal. And he's like, it wasn't evil or secret. And then he was like, oh, so you just like met in public? And he's like, oh, do you meet in the public with the, with the Justice League? Like, there was some kind of like, Funny, like, back and forths of, like, don't you, like, judge me. But overall, I'm just, like, this is boring. Like, I just don't, I just don't care. Yeah, I, um, I kind of, like, I feel about, like, Krypton mythology is up there with cable mythology. Like, Mother Ascania stuff. I, I know I should like it, but I don't, I find myself not caring. And how does Krypton, the series, have a second season? Um, because they introduced Lobo. Hello. That I guess that is interesting. Lobo looks pretty cool. I don't know. <laughs> I saw him on the commercial. I was like, Lobo? Is that Lobo? Is he hot? Yeah. Like, very. Cool. Yeah. Dope. Does he look like an albino? Yeah. He's got the, like, full body makeup on. He's got, like, a vest with his open chest, you know? Like, Ooh. nice body. Oh, he's very like Jason Momoa in the personality. You know what I mean? So none. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry, Mr. Momoa. We know you're listening. <laughs> um, so okay, I fine. So you... I give it uh ew, 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 ew. Get it together. Yikes. BM. What is it? Brian Michael BMB? Bendis. BMB. Get it together, BMB. Um, well, 
you know what? It's funny that you read Superman because I read a book about Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. Ooh. Is this his own and, story or is it still kind of connected to the other, the action comics, which has that whole it, entire, uh, what's that, what's the, what's the bad guy in that? Like the, the secret organization taking all the other organizations down? Oh, uh, uh, Leviathan. Leviathan. Is it related to that at all? Not at all. This is a very different book in tone. So I don't know what, I, I haven't been following Jimmy Olsen at all. Uh, I, I know nothing about what they've been doing with the Jimmy Olsen character lately, but this is a 12-issue maxi-series called Superman's Pal, Jimmy Olsen, just like the old classic book, um, written by one of our old favorites, Matt Fraction. Matt Fraction? Matt Fraction? Where have you been, Matt Fraction? I don't know where he's been, but I'll tell you where he's going deep into 12 issues of Jimmy Olsen. He's going deep into Jimmy Olsen. Who is this Jimmy Olsen that he's creating? Um, he reminds me a lot of Rick Jones. Okay. So it's very weird, surreal adventures starring Jimmy Olsen. And his whole thing is like, he's kind of the YouTube star of the Daily Planet. Oh, cool. And he's always doing these like stunts. Like it's, he's kind of jackassy a little bit. And he's always doing these these big feats. And he wants everyone on YouTube to see him doing this buffoonery. Like he's jumping out of spaceships and, and all this shit. Injecting himself with like superhero stem cells and turning into turtles. So he's not um, even doing like any investigative journalism? No, not at all. Not at oh, all. He's a total weird. like YouTube. He's that's like kind of YouTube buff. It's kind of it's really fun. But is he still um, like the gosh gee uh, like nice guy yes. or is he a douche? Yes, he is. But he's kind of got like a knowing wink wink edge to him. Um, it's still very much like oh shucks, chief. Cool. Um, but he's cool. All right. And um, so they uh, the whole story is really fun. It's each like chapter of the story they treat like its own mini story. I mean, it's the same writer. It's the same artist, Steve Lieber. Um, but it's just like they have like a new title for each chapter, like Jimmy Olsen in Finding an Apartment. It's really funny. Um, <laughs> so basically what happens is Perry White, and I don't know the character. She's the publisher of the Daily Planet. Uh, they he Jimmy is costing them so much money in insurance and like damage costs that they want to fire him. But then they look at the numbers and they also they realize he's the only thing that's actually making the Daily Planet money. Like his YouTube channel is the only thing that's that's really being monetized properly at the Daily Planet. So he's keeping the lights on at the newspaper with all of his stupid videos, essentially. So they're like, all right, well, we have to get him out of here. Um, so we can't fire him, though. So let's just like move him far away to get him out of our faces. And so they move him to Gotham. <laughs> oh, weird. And it's like it, the the second half of the story is Jimmy Olsen getting a really shitty apartment in Gotham City <laughs> and like trying to kill a bat with a broom. It, <laughs> it's really funny. Matt Fraction's super funny. Uh, the art is great. Um, I don't know. I recommend it. It's a really fun book. I think I'm going to I'm going to check that out. That sounds really good. Yeah. I like it. How many oohs? Oh, so how many oohs? Um, I give it an ooh ooh. It was very enjoyable. And I read one more last week. I think we both read the same one. The penultimate Wonder Twins. Was it the penultimate or was it the ultimate? No, it's said to be continued. Well, it's said to be oh, continued. Okay. Unless oh, it, it was like, a, it was- unless it was a general to be continued, maybe in the future sometime. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was the last, the last one. That would notice the to be continued. Well, I mean, it ends on a huge cliffhanger that would change the entire world. Oh, wait, how does it end again? Spoiler. So, uh, Miss Ma- what's the her first name? Math something math? Philo math? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, is that the dad, though? Yeah, what's her name? What's um, her name? Viola? Uh, Violet? Anyway, keep anyway. going. Anyway. So she's the new bad and she's working with the scrambler and she basically had it where she he's connected to the Internet. And the only thing he needs to do 
to scramble every oh, person right. is send an email. email. Oh, you didn't even get that reference then. No, I did. I forgot. Give me some credit. All I right. understand reading. Well, come on. Let's just pretend you're stupid for a second. It w- <laughs> for, for the show. No, okay. Anyway. Oh, an email? <laughs> what? Who? <laughs> what? Anyway, what? but here's the, the thing that's so genius about this is that Scrambler scrambles a million people. So to, it's a, it basically a million body swaps happen and everyone is so scared because they can't find him that they start basically negotiating world peace because they realize this body everyone is going to have their body swapped in 30 days and they start negotiating world peace the justice league can't find him and then the craziest thing is the whole entire time he's just hanging out at the girls at miss matt violet matt's house or whatever her damn mm-hmm. name is mm-hmm and the only people who know is then uh, is uh, Jaina finds out. Basically just Jaina. And yeah. she doesn't tattle on them. She leaves them. She leaves them be. But unfortunately, right as they're about to sign the papers of full world peace. Of like balance, synchronicity, like making sure everyone's safe. Superman and the Justice League comes in and arrests him. And everybody just cheers that it's all for naught. And in the end, the reason it happens, because Jaina figured it out by turning into a fly and spying on all the prisoners that worked with the Scrambler, and she didn't tell. But Zan pulled an Iceman power shit and basically disincorporated himself into water into all the pipelines and yeah, basically went, eavesdropped on everyone. Yeah. He went full And figured Omega. out who it was. And it ends where they're like, oh, I guess we don't have to do world peace now. And it ends with the scrambler <laughs> where they're just like, hey, you get one phone call. And he goes, actually, could I get one last email? <laughs> Meaning he's going to do it. So I'm like, I want to see what happens. If that's the end of the series, I will be very upset. That's so funny. What what issue number? Is this number six? Because that feels like it could be the end of the series. But I, I took that not to be a cliffhanger. I took that to be like a wink. Like the end. Oh, Question no. Mark. No. <laughs> that needs to be an ongoing series because I felt it was great. Mark Russell can do no wrong. I mean, he really is fantastic. What else has he done? Flintstones. Oh, the Flintstones, right, right. There's one other big one, too. Oh, he's so great. Yeah, I mean, Wonder Twins, eh, you get half an ooh. Yeah. Because you're half an ooh. It's so great. Fantastic. And you know what? Let's give it up for Gleek. I love Gleek the monkey. He's been around (laughs) my whole life. Know who I wish showed up? Because whenever I think of Wonder Twins, I also think of uh, what's that guy? Wendy and Marvin. No, fuck them. I would oh, want them to them. show up and be murdered immediately. Like as their as their alien spaceship arrived, they landed on top of them, and that <laughs> fucking dog. No, what's his who, name? Mitzelplink. How do you say his name? Oh, Mister Mitzelplix. That's what M- I said it. Mitzelplixic. Yeah, I wanted him there. Yeah, he was in the beginning. Oh, that's right. That's right. He was. Oh, because they just replayed the tape backwards. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've totally forgot. And then it all came yeah, back please. to me. Now, this I'm the dumb one. This series knows what you want. This series knew what you wanted before you knew you wanted it. Ugh. So good. It's so good. So good. <sighs> all right. Are we going to do this? All right. As you know... We tried. As, as we try you know. to cover. We try to cover all the comics. Gee, I wonder why we went so fast through all of that other stuff. But when it comes down to it, our hearts are with the X Men, and pretty much, we got the entire ending of the current X Men universe in the comics, and we got the preview 
of the of the beginning of the new X-Men universe. So this is kind of a huge This is a huge moment. What a week. So much happened. Um so the books that ended were X-Force, the Age of X-Men books, and Matt and oh my god, Matt Fraction. Matthew Rosenberg's run on Uncanny X-Men, Wait, which you, you and I thoroughly <clears throat> enjoyed. Did you read X-Force? I did. Well, let's start with that because I didn't read it. Tell me what happened. Did they all just come back? Who's Are people dead? Is Rachel no. dead? Rachel's not dead. It Ugh. basically ends with Kid Cable, a mind-wiped strife, and Rachel all kind of going back. Wait, I'm not sure what happened to Rachel. Kid Cable and Strife go back to their timeline. So Kid Cable is done. Okay. Um, it, it's just a big fight. They fight Strife's people. They beat Strife's people. Rachel breaks free and, like, you know, beats everybody and is, says to Strife's goons, Strife is, has been lying to you. He's the one that killed your families. You know, blah, blah, blah. Um, what about, like, it, what about, like, uh, Cannonball and Domino and... And, yeah, and, uh, they're all they're all cool. They're all basically they all decided to go home. They all decided to just be, Shatterstar says he's going to go. Um, Shatterstar says he is finally going to accept that Richter is dead, and he's going out there to move on and figure out life without him. And the little editor's footnote says, "Or is he?" <laughs> so, <laughs> Wait, Shatterstar's. Did Richter die in his solos in the Shatterstar solo series or in No 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 X-Men. No, X-Men. X-Men. Wait, when did Richter he die? Di- no, X-Man. Oh, X-Man. Oh, oh right, 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 right. Oh, cuz he's yeah, in the he's age in the of X-Man. Okay. Yeah. Um Boom Boom is like I'm going to go home and sleep for 18 days. Uh Cannonball is going to go back to the Shi'ar Empire to be with his wife and kid. You know, that's pretty much it. And then Rachel stayed? Retire. I'm trying to figure out what happened to Rachel. Since I hate her so much, I kind of blocked it out, what her ultimate fate was. Like, I know that Warpath is going to go work as a stable hand on a ranch, but I don't remember what happened to Rachel. What happened to Rachel? I'm flipping through to the end, flipping through, flipping through. What do you hope happened to Rachel? That the whole entire time they didn't realize that she had her period and she left a tampon in. And at the very end, she just dies of toxic shock. Oh, that's exactly what happens on page 21. You know why I don't know what happens to Rachel? Because it's not really covered. (laughs) But when everyone goes home, is she there? Not... Not really. She kind of just disappears off camera. Then I'm assuming she stays with the Ascani. They say her last line, someone calls her mother Ascani and she says, I'm not her yet. So that's pretty much it. So Rachel's going to like just become mother Ascani next, I guess. Stay there. Bye. Stay there. Stay home. <laughs> Stay home, mommy. So that was X-Force. Done. Age of X-Men ends with Age of a X-Men ended fucking whimper. God, this was garbage. Yeah. Garbage. Age of X-Men Omega. Garbage. I have to say I feel like it could have been done in one sentence. Like, do you want paradise or do you want to be genuine and go back to your shitty life? And everyone except Nightcrawler was like, we want to go back to our shitty life. And Nightcrawler, who still had his weird German accent for some reason, was like, no, I want to stay here. And I'm like, is that you, Kurt? Yeah. <clears throat> but they didn't address Megan. It showed Megan leaving. Because it was interesting that everybody turned back to their original costumes. Yeah. Before they left, but when she left, it was like, are you going to address the fact that you're leaving the daughter you never really had? <laughs> Do they address that in the... Le- yeah, I guess. And also the fact that they were kind of committing like a mass genocide. 
Well, they didn't, because it turns out at the end, they kept that world alive. With, but how are there two Magnetos? I don't fucking know. I hate it. I, don't, I was like, what? I hate what? it. And so, then where's Legion? I don't know. Is Legion still there since he was kind of fueling it? I don't know. Garbage. I hated it. I hated it. Yeah, I mean, it... Like, I understand how plotting this out, it felt like a really good idea. And I, I just... I think it's just one of those things that, like, on paper it looked great, and then in execution it was like, eh. No, I don't agree with that, because on paper you would see there was no arc. There was no third act, like, revving up to some kind of climax. There was no climax. Story of my life. I I hated it. I hated it. Hated it! Yeah. Yeah, so it's over. It's over. Um, they did bleed into Matthew Rosenberg's uncanny run through one of the sky vaginas. And this is why, and it was in my head. Somehow I was like, wait a minute, if they all come back, it's going to show up in uncanny. So I have to read, um, age of X-Men first. Like I had that in my head and I was right. Yeah. I saw it on Twitter. Matthew Rosenberg was like, read Omega first. So, Age of X-Men. God damn it. They kept killing people. Oh, you mean Uncanny. Uncanny, yeah. Uncanny, they yeah. kept killing people off. Ah! So, let's, let's go through all the people who have died in this run. Um, trying to do it in order. So, Blindfold. Mm-hmm. Uh, Velocidad. I'll jump to him. Chamber. Strong guy. Strong guy. Um, Rain, Wolfsbane. Uh, Sunspot. Yep. Magic. Is she dead though? Uh, taken off the board. But is now. she in limbo? Both ways of interpreting that, yes. Oh, because it seemed like she was just let loose on Earth as evil Dark Child. Perhaps. Um, who else? Banshee? Uh, Banshee? Ma- kind of, maybe? I think he's dead. Well, he showed up in the House of X preview, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, but also not zombified. Right. What? Um, what else? Who else? Uh, Madrox. Madrox? Oh, and I believe you and I predicted... Havoc? Havoc. Yeah, we saw that coming a mile away. We called it. We called that. Yeah. yeah he, I knew he was going to kill his darlings. I didn't see multiple man coming too, but here we are. But to go back to Age of X-Man, it did answer the question, and I actually didn't mind this, Yes. of I Danny this. Moonstar. Because yeah. I forgot Danny Moonstar and Nate Gray were a couple. Yep, that's right. And so it turned out, and this is the other thing that they don't address, and they didn't even really explain it well enough, but she forms psychic bonds with people, and she has image powers. So it was the psychic bond she had with him was who was there. Right. And and, and And that informed Mirage in the real world is why they were like, why didn't you fucking tell us? And she's like, well, I didn't know, but I just had this feeling that they were going to come back because she was still kind of tethered to that other world. And I like that. Said, just like I know, just like I know we're going to see all the people who died in this run again one day too, which I thought was funny. But that's like, what the fuck does that mean? I think that's just a, a little meta. Like they're comic book characters. They'll be back. Don't <laughs> Well, worry. I mean, at least they're X-Men. With multiple man, it could clearly be, oh, I got away. The Prime got away. That easily can happen. Yeah, with Havoc, it's like, oh, he's dispersed out there. Someone just needs to pull him back together. Yeah. You know, magic. You do a little magic. Get Doctor Strange involved. Boom, she's back. Yeah. Easy peasy. Rain, how many times have we seen her dead husband and dead kid? Well, it's because she, but she's alive in hell. Like, she's in hell with her kid. Yeah. yeah, they're hell. They're hell people. Like they're fine. They're in hell. They're fine. 
If we can bring Nightcrawler back from literal heaven, we can bring people back. Literally, from if we could bring Cyclops back from sucking, like by sucking out a Phoenix energy with a little device, it's okay. Everybody, you'll see him again. Banshee, I don't. <laughs> he got stepped on. But also, he would looked completely normal. Crazy. So that needs to be explained, and I hope they will explain it. Because um, the other okay, thing so I didn't this, like... Okay, well, we're getting to... No, let's not talk about the next ones yet. Yeah, this issue, this issue. This okay. issue could be called... Um, hey, let's... Let's just shit on Emma Frost's love life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So... So uh, Emma does her mind wipe plan. It doesn't take. I mean, it was a big undertaking. It was getting bound to be a little flaw here and there. And the flaw is that Callahan, the guy from one, blocked himself and still remembers the X-Men. And he comes for them hard with some Warlock Sentinels. Oh, Warlock's dead. Oh, and Warlock's dead. Because <laughs> he connected to them, turned them off, and then... The war- uh, yeah. And then he he died. And then he died. So, you know, we've got Hope, we've got Emma, we've got Dr. Nemesis, Mystique. Like, they're all trying to fight, but they're really overwhelmed. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Another one. Is Sinister Sinister was stabbed, like, in the head by Wolverine. Did you see that in the drawing? Yeah, it was a clone, though. Oh. Oh, right. He has all those damn clones. Okay. Yeah, they said the clone is dissolving, so it oh. wasn't the real sense. Oh, I missed that part. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, it was really abrupt. Um, so Logan and Cyclops are basically taking on all these Sentinels by themselves. Hold on one sec. Okay. I did like that there was a moment of friendship between Scott and Logan in there. It was a pleasure yes. serving with you. It was a pleasure serving with you. I, I, I really wanted that because I was like, I don't like that Scott and Logan hate each other so much in this run. I want them to be boys. Come on. Yeah. Know what I did hate? When, when Scott told Emma to shut up. Girl, I will devote the next 15 minutes <laughs> to the feeling that I got when Scott told Emma to shut up. Because here's the deal. Scott is getting a redemption. All the shit, Emma was following Scott's lead with all of that shit. And all the shit she did with the Inhumans was a result of grief because you died. And everything she did since then was to save you. She's literally doing all of this to save you. And what does she get? She gets told, shut up. Nemesis is like, sorry, your plans aren't working. She's like, my plans are going great. He's like, no, your plans are to get back to with your ex. And it's like, shit number Jesus. two. And then finally the X-Men come back. That image, I will say, it was a great image. Right when it looks like Scott and Logan are going to die. Boom. The mutants from X-Men, Age of X-Men Omega come back, led by... Not Gene. Storm. Storm. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Correct. And answer. then Gene walks up to Scott and they and he grabs her ass and they just start making out. Oh my god. His fingers are so deep into her butt cheek. Yeah, he's 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 mining for the, gold. First of all, that panel burned me it burned because because you not only see them and that's what's amazing about this is they didn't dedicate it to look at the 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 reuniting of it it was look at the venom involved look how uh, look how look at the jilted lovers let's have gene just walk by wolverine with her nose up in the air and make out with scott right in front of emma uh what? And Emma, she's doesn't she she it, the drawing I feel is good because she's pissed, but she is also just heartbroken. And there's the one where it's the image of as Jean Grey is walking past them before she even gets to so- Scott, you see Emma's face of just like this bitch, like this bitch, it was always this bitch and I can't fucking and win. It's like this is the moment I have dreaded for how long? Yeah. 
this moment, our whole relationship, this moment has been in the back of my mind as inevitable and destructive. And here's and here we are. And all I'm saying is Hickman, you cannot let this be a reason for her to be evil. You can't let her being bitter about a man be the reason for her to be evil. I would I rather do not see think he's going to do that. I would rather see her hurt and trying to become a good person and move beyond it. I and win Scott that, back by being a good person. I don't think Hickman, I think Hickman is so beyond any of this. Like, I don't think there is any good and evil in Hickman's run. I don't think that um, this drama is going to be inherent to it. It'll be like flavor, but I don't think it'll be about this. Yeah. But I really, 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 Hickman loves Emma Frost. It's so clear because she's such a great character. He, I think we are going to love what he does with Emma Frost. Yeah. I really do. Uh, did you see the one cover from House of X6? Wait, what is it? It's Storm and Emma leading some sort of rebellion. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I'm here yeah. for that. And Emma's in all white. Okay, I don't think we have anything to worry about. Okay, good. Well, but my thing is, but and then just the evil me is I still like, hey, guess what? Gene and Scott, you're back together. Uh, you never addressed the problems in your marriage before she died. Oh, shit. So what are you going right. to do about them now? Now, let me tell you this, though, because I've got a whole other take. I fucking loved... Watching Jean Grey enter a battle, walk right through an explosion, and grab Scott Summers and kiss him. I loved yeah, it. Yeah. I'm, I loved it. It's like, pretty I good. loved it. Yeah. It's Scott and Jean, everybody. Like, I know we're all Emma stands here. Like, we live, we, 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 we live in Emma circles. And not only that. This is, this is fucking Scott and Jean, everybody. But it's also Scott and Jean, and they kind of have their 90s X Men costumes back yeah i mean this is what happens when like two people who love each other like and were in a really dark place and had to kind of break away from each other have had time to reflect and miss and and like what happened was this pure just needing to be next to each other needing to embrace each other it's it's so beautiful and it's so gorgeous and let me tell you scott summers needs june gray right now yeah he needs he needs Jean Grey. Yeah. Cause Emma's great. I love her. But with Emma comes stress. <laughs> but know what it is? Emma needs Scott. And Scott can't deal with that right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? He can't, he, right? he needs to be he needs someone else to be the rock. Exactly. And that's gonna be Jean. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's not now is the Scott needs Gene, and frankly, Gene needs Scott, and Emma needs to, to be the Black King, and that's it. Emma that's also, but Emma... That's what we need. Emma does need... I want her to find love with someone else. And that is my one problem, is that because it is X-Men comics, they don't really dive into too many relationships, and I really wish that there was a whole separate book that was just, like, the soap opera part of, like, no battles... Here's just the dating lives of all the X-Men. Well, th those are the two words right there. That's why I loved the Gene kiss, because that is some good soap opera shit. Yes. Like, she walks right past that bitch and grabs her man and kisses him and says, I'm back, he's back, we're back, we're doing this. Yeah. Oh, my God, Dynasty. And then we're left with so many questions because that's the other things. Is Hickman going to drop everything that happened completely? Like, because here's the thing, because now I think it's time. We, Banshee. We're gonna, Banshee, because we got the preview of House <laughs> of X what? and Powers of Ten. Not only do we see Banshee, Cypher is a completely different Cypher. I'm so here for it. Cypher sure does, like, shoot out a warlock arm. He has a warlock arm. He's also, like, not bearded. It's all like, when did all that happen? And he's so happy. He's like, come on. Yeah. Like, it was Xavier. like, wasn't he just in Daredevil, a depressed, like, 
Like internet addict? I think Xavier did something to him. And Sage is back. They're IT. Which is like, I'm fine with that, but I want to know, bitch, where the fuck have you been? Who cares? Who cares? What has she been doing? Who cares? Part of this is the reset button. Like, Morrison did it. All of a sudden, people are in the X Corporation. They're like in X Corp Mumbai. It's like, okay, fine. All right. I'll go with it. I will keep an open mind. But it turns out... I think you're going to love it. But here's the thing. We finally have the answer because you were speculating... Are they going to be on Mars? Are they going to be on that little weird world that Phantom X had or whatever? No, it's Krakoa. Like, it was staring us in the face the entire time. Yeah. It's Krakoa. We, we said it was Krakoa when that promo art came out. Yeah. So they're so all there living an, there. There was an interview with Hickman, and he revealed that House of X takes place during one very pivotal month for the X-Men and the Marvel Universe. And Powers of Ten... Doesn't that span all the time? It tells the story of mutants over time, yeah. Yeah. And then Dawn of X was announced. When does that come out? That comes out after House of X and Powers of Ten, which are each six issues yeah after they're done we'll get a book called dawn of x it's just a one shot i don't know they're announcing it i mean they're revealing what that is and announcing other things at san diego on july 20th i know shit because not only are we going to get that we're probably going to also get the phase four marvel movie lineup too we're actually getting those one day before on the 19th. Oh, yay! Shit. I guess that is that what we're talking about next week? <laughs> what do you... Th- yeah, I guess so. What do you think is going to be... All right, before that, I want to close the, the loop on X-Men. Um, Matthew Rosenberg, great run. Balls. Here for it. It was great. You made some, you made some choices. You pissed some people off. Never a bad idea. They'll be back. Come on. Yeah. Also, you also wrote this adorable note in the uh, back of the issue talking about how Emma Frost represented hope in this story. And I was like, oh, I guess she did. Everybody loves Emma Frost. Everybody, especially Jonathan Hickman. So buckle up. And I, the first, the first, the, I will just say the, the preview of House of... Uh, X, can I just say, it something seems, it does seem off, and I feel like Xavier is manipulating everybody. Is is my? Do you think right? I'm reading too much into that? As soon as I said, I think Xavier did something to Cipher. I said it as a joke. I think you're right. I, like, I, I think, think he's I'm doing right. something to everybody. Because Jean is in her old costume. Logan is just laughing with children. Something weird is going on like think about that Humberto Ramos um, variant cover that's got like Scott Summers in the tire swing and they're all like at a treehouse, like clubhouse yeah yeah I think something's wrong and and then I read the did you read the and I think that's why they're rebelling I think that's why Emma Frost is rebelling I oh my god what if they're all under some sort of power and then Storm like wises up and then she's like, I need to rebel, but I need a fucking badass who can really help me that can battle Xavier. And that's why she teams up with Emma. She needs a psychic powerful enough. Oh my God. That would be okay, so... let's make this official. Good! You are hearing this on Comic Book Queer's Legacy first. House of X and Powers of Ten is the story of Charles Xavier as a villain. Yes, yes, because it does look like he's going to die. Yeah. Because there's things of like of like statues of him remembering. And I think it's like he's the villain, and in the end, yeah. Oh, my God, I will be so here for that. And I will say this. I then read uh, Powers of Ten, and part of me was like, 
uh, a bunch of future X-Men. But I was, I will say a few pages into the preview, I was like, I'm kind of interested in all this. Because there yeah. was the character named Priest, which was Nightcrawler's like pro, like progeny. And then I saw an image of that um, Colossus magic lady. She was um, called Rasputin. Rasputin, thank you. Um, phasing through a wall. Yeah, that's to- it's totally her and uh, yeah. Kitty and Colossus's kid. So they are going to get They're back the kids. together. They're the kids. They're the kids. Who is the person with the black brain? I don't know. She just she's always reminded me of Rogue. Yeah. Anyway, the one thing that I wish happened at the end of Uncanny X-Men is I wish Rogue and Gambit showed up too. Me too. Like, hey, what's up? I love them. Cuz are they they're going to be in this, right? Right? Hi y'all. They need to be in the I they need to bring Rogue back. Rogue has been missing from the X-Men world for way too long. Too much. Rogue is god tier. She's she's a staple. <clears throat> so it's all very exciting. Yeah, it's oh, crazy. Yeah. It's finally oh, okay. here. I'm sorry, let's go into Okay, so that's we're excited. X-Men. Now can we go into MCU stuff? What? Why? What? What do you have? Oh, oh, the announcement of the new movie. The announcements. Here's, make. Okay, let's do this. Let's make wild MCU predictions that will probably start off as serious and get more ridiculous as we go. Go ahead. I think Black Panther Two is going to be called Black Panther Atlantis. I love it. Fucking uh, Namor. Go. Um, I don't. I don't even know. I. I don't even. I think the new Black Widow movie is going to start in the past, but it will end in the future. And then she either it'll. I think she'll be back somehow. She'll be revived. Okay. I think the end of Spider-Man Far From Home set up Sword. Ooh, Agent Brand. And I think that when Sharon Stone gave a very odd interview about two years ago where she said she has landed an MCU role and the character is kind of a superhero and she has heat powers. You think think she's Agent Brand? Will be Agent Brand. Weird. All right. Love Sharon Stone. All right. I think Doctor Strange is going to, in the new Doctor Strange movie, he is going to learn how to masturbate with those weird disc things. <laughs> and then I think there's going to be a crucial scene where Doctor Strange is masturbating. And in walks Wong. And he says, ugh, that's just so Wong. <laughs> We need to stop this bit. It's spiraled out of control. But we do know that Thor 4... I hope it's just called yes. Thor 4. Call it call it Thor, but T-H-O-U-R. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I think... Okay, here's a prediction. I think Thor 4 is going to feature Fing Fang Foom. Is that a made-up thing you just said? Is that a made-up word? Oh, the big dragon. The big dragon from the Marvel Universe who put Boom Boom in his underpants in Next Wave. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, okay. All right. The interesting thing is what comes out first, Thor 4 or Guardians of the Galaxy 3? We don't know. Because they leave together. 
So one of those, whichever one comes out first is going to, because clearly they're going to separate at some point. Here's the thing. There are like seven or eight dates that were announced that they're going to put titles to, I hope, on the 19th. There are so many more movies than there are slots. Like there's Captain Marvel 2, Black Panther 2, Doctor Strange 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Ant-Man 3, Thor 4, Spider-Man 3, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, The Eternals. Like there's so many. I have a prediction. I know we said we're not going to do this anymore, but this one, Ant-Man 3 is going to be the the lead-in to The Young Avengers with stature. I love it. I love it. I still say Black Widow will introduce Norman Osborn. And then can you give me, can you, can you tell me why I should care about Shang-Chi? Is what makes his character, I don't know anything about him. What makes him interesting? Super sexy. What's his personality um, like? He's very cool. He's very zen. Did you read Domino? No. Gail Simone did a great Shang-Chi in Domino. Um, did you read Hickman's Avengers, where Shang-Chi was one of the Avengers on that team? No, I didn't read that either. Mm, he's very cool on that. He's he's Bruce Lee. Okay. He's Bruce Lee. He's got like this really like surprisingly supernatural side, but he's also like really down to earth. Um, does he have still, does he have powers? He, he's a little uh, there's a little mystic peppering, I'd say, but mostly he's just the ultimate fighter. All right. The ultimate martial artist, martial artist, better than Iron Fist. That uh, one of the stars of Crazy Rich Asians, I think his name's Ken something. Um, he was also a correspondent on Comedy Central, and he basically mm-hmm. said that the translation of his name is wrong. Uh, what do you mean? Like Shang Chi, he says that the, the Chinese symbols that they use. Um, don't represent his name right. Oh my god! Because it's called because he's like Shang Chi. I think it's like the Moving Spirit or something. Oh god! And he was like the Chinese symbols just mean up up air. Oh, we got to get this sorted out. And he was like just Quick. and he was basically like just use these symbols and this will be the right ones. Oh dear. Can we- can we please make sure we don't fuck that up? Because <laughs> you do realize please. this movie is going to be probably pretty big in China. <laughs> probably. Probably, probably. I think um, Marvel is going to, MCU is going to push the Eternals so hard. I think like all the San Diego stuff is going to be so Eternals heavy. I think they're really going to try to make Eternals the next Guardians. All I know is they, I need to know what the, I need to know who is the director and what is going to be your hook because the Eternals themselves are not interesting enough. So they, I um, need people need to find a good villain, a good director, a good take. Like I want to know what is the take of this going to be because right yeah, now the Eternals are just boring as is. Yeah, but maybe they created, maybe at the end we'll find out they created mutants. Uh... All right. Bring it. Bring it, all of it. Bring all of it. We're so ready for it. We're so ready for it. So July 19th and July 20th are the two biggest days of our lives. Come on, San Diego. Don't disappoint, San Diego. Your marriage, who gives a shit? Who fucking cares? This is the date that's important. This is it. Oh, I was married on June 20th. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. I, I'm, I feel faint. We have to stop. Too much has happened. I know this is we've been waiting for this for months months I'm like flush I'm flush Emma I'm so sorry you're better than him uh he doesn't hold a candle to you and you've got bigger fish to fry and now you can go fuck Namor with impunity but I am so just I'm so pumped to see where all this is gonna go I think we're gonna love it I hope so I hope so 
All right, everybody, thank you so much for dancing with us this week. Um, it was a lot. We are flush, but we appreciate you. And we appreciate those of you who would leave us a rating and maybe a review on iTunes. It really helps us grow this community. Evil Jeff, I appreciate you too. Thank you, Brett. I feel your presence within me as well. That's peak. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Everybody. Thank you so, 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 so much. Um, we love comic books. And remember, if you read comic books, well, then that, my friend, makes you queer, queer as hell. Emma, Bye. call me. Hi. Oh, Emma, I love you. It's all be okay. Bye. Bye.